But Claire Maybe, who is book's editor for the spin-off and director and founder of Verb Wellington Festival, joins me now. Hi, Claire. Kia ora, Jesse. First of all, I saw the program for your festival in Wellington. It looks very exciting. It is, eh? It's very bright and um, there's something for everyone in there. Yeah. When is it and what are you looking forward to? Um, it is the 9th to the 12th of November. And I think I'm most looking forward to the 10th Lit Crawl Wellington, which is on <laughs> Saturday night. <laughs> yeah, I've been involved in that in the past as a, as a speaker. Um, the idea is there's all sorts of literary events, a lot of them on at the same time, uh, and you uh, head from one to the next, wander about town. Often, I yeah. imagine, considering topics and books and, and ideas that you would never have thought you'd spend a Saturday night thinking about. Yeah, totally. And this year's is the biggest lit crawl we've ever done. And it's just kind of, to me, amazing that it's the 10th one. And it just has a whole bunch of stuff we've never tried before, which is always a good time. Such as? <laughs> like the Bananagrams World <laughs> Championship, <laughs> which I just can't wait for. Yeah. So if anyone out there is a Bananagrams obsessive, that's your event. Runs for the whole three hours. Great, great, great. <laughs> Meanwhile, you've somehow been managing to find time to read as well. Um, yeah, I've been reading a lot. Oh, what's in your pile? So um, the books that I'd love to talk about today, I thought I'd start with um, a new one. It's just come out the last couple of weeks um, called Articulations by Henrietta Bollinger. So she's a local author and her publisher is Tender Press, who are also kind of new. And it's a collection of essays. It's quite a slim volume, but it covers a lot of territory and it's really beautiful and quite, and really inventive. So um, Henrietta is a member of the disability community and a lot of what she gets into through the book is the experience of um, being in that community. And she really goes into things like um, first drinks in a pub, first period, um, things like that, but through the lens of her life experience. And it's, I found it very insightful and really funny and also really kind of moving. And I think if you don't have much experience of the disability community and what it's like to, to live that life, I think this will be really enriching. And it's also... It's just a very clever book in the way that some of the essays are, for example, one page and it might be a list. So there's this real kind of texture throughout the collection so you can really kind of delve into it and, and find surprises almost on every page. Um, yes, I'm told that Culture 101 did an interview with Henrietta um, uh, a few weeks ago if people want to know more of her story. Um, has it been released yet, Claire? Yes, it's out now, so it's in bookshops, and it's got a really stunning cover. It's a painting of Henrietta, and it's kind of an, a, um, a shattered glass look. It's really stunning. It's really beautifully produced. And it says here on the write-up I'm looking at, it says um, it's soundtracked by the top twins, Anika Moore, Woody Guthrie, and more. What does that mean? Well, what she does is... Um, she speaks to musicians uh, that have kind of impacted on her, on her life. So there's a really beautiful essay about being a twin. So she talks about the top twins in that essay. She also mentions Philip Pullman's um, famous Northern Lights trilogy in that same essay, which I loved. 
And she talks about um, Anika Moore in terms of a song on one of Anika Moore's albums that really moved her and kind of prompted a life direction. And she has a really lovely email from Anika Moore at the very start of the essay. And um, I guess I guess a little like fun fact is that Henrietta Bollinger's dad is Nick Bollinger, the music critic and music historian. So there's this there is a real sense of family throughout the collection as well. And I guess. You can't help but have great music. Yeah, <laughs> when your dad is Nick Bollinger. I'm sure. Yeah, I bet. Um, and I, although I'm sure some of these essays are inspiring and some of these insights are inspiring, I see one review here uh, that says the book is quote mercifully free from inspiration porn, which I think is a, totally. a lovely phrase. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a really good phrase, and it's really it's just a very kind of frank. Yeah. It's a very frank collection, and the depth of experience it covers is is really awesome. So it kind of goes into politics. There's a really great essay called Where Are All Our Disabled MPs, which is kind of, you know, timely and interesting. And it's it's just a really frank insight into a really creative individual's life. And I think it, it will offer readers um something maybe kind of new and important. Thank you, Claire. Henrietta Bollinger is the author in that book. It's a local one. It's called Articulations. What else do you have for us? Well, I was thinking about the spooky season yeah. and novels I've read lately that are that are kind of Have you ever had a ghost story um, session at Slit Crawl? I, do you know what? I don't think that we have. Oh, we should do a live Which, Freaky Friday. Yes, absolutely. Okay, next year. Next year. Yeah. On the on the list. Sorry to so, interrupt. Go uh, ahead. The first novel of the kind of the pair of mildly creepy stories is Lapvona, Lapvona by Otessa Moshvag. And some people may know Otessa Moshvag from novels such as Eileen or My Year of Rest and Relaxation. And this one is the latest one. It came out last year. And I put off reading it for a while because I'm not great at reading creepy novels, but <laughs> I, this one hasn't really left me since I finished it. And I would hesitate to recommend it to everybody because it is it is quite disturbing. So basically, it's the story of a medieval fiefdom, fiefdom I think you actually say it, and it's about um, a boy called Merrick, and it follows his life, which goes from... Uh, shepherd, motherless shepherd boy to the pseudo son of um, the Lord. And it, it kind of follows a, a small village who suffer through famine and drought um, at the hands of the greed of the Lord of the manor. And none of the characters are very likable. And it does turn into a fairy tale. There's a, a very kind of witchy figure in the centre of the story who mm. goes from being a kind of helper figure, even though it's quite creepy. She um, She's known for her breastfeeding prowess and <laughs> adults and children alike yeah. go to her for that. <laughs> and, um, but then it kind of it flips at the end. And it's she's an astonishing writer. There's definitely, she's quite a cult figure in, in some circles. There are people who will read everything she writes. She's also polarizing. Some people really can't stand um, the kind of slightly moral-free storytelling that she revels in. But I found this novel interesting in terms of what it says about greed and chaos and what happens if you 
if you miss a beat with your empathy. (laughs) (laughs) So it's an interesting novel. I think if you're after something a little creepy and grotesque for your Halloween, I could recommend that. (laughs) A Halloween recommendation. Yeah, a couple of weeks out. Lapvona by Otessa Moshvig. And then how about this third one, which I'm going to try and get you to say the name of instead of me. Night Bitch. This is a great title. I just, I, I kind of honestly picked this up because of the title, Night Bitch by Rachel Yoda. And this I can recommend more freely. It's funny and it's um, interesting and it's kind of weird. So it's also a, a bit of a fairy tale. It's about a mother who was an artist. And for her and her family, it was financially more viable for her to give up her art and become a full-time mum than it was to pay for childcare. So that's a familiar Mm. story. And one day she kind of notices that she's grown like a tuft of thick hair on the back of her neck and her teeth are looking more pointy. And over the story, she turns into a dog. And as (laughs) as an animal form, she has all this kind of power and freedom. And it's a really funny kind of comment on um, motherhood as this kind of an animal exercise. And also a very interesting um, look at how rage can turn into creativity. So I kind of recommend it to all parents that I know and artists that I know and people who are kind of feeling a bit trapped perhaps and would quite like to run off as an animal yeah and and as a creative working mother Claire did this idea this I guess it's a a metaphor um, uh, of turning into a dog at night (laughs) did it make sense to you did it make emotional sense crazy emotional sense to me and and I think the other thing that it looks at is the kind of the group that forms around you as a parent or a caregiver, like there's a group of people who are all in the same um, situation. So you somewhat become like a pack. And I liked the way that the book kind of looked at that and and the kind of the wish fulfillment aspects of um, sometimes just wanting to howl at the moon. It's just great. It's fun. <laughs> Do you know much about this Rachel Yoda? It's a great idea for a book. No, I don't. And I think it is her first novel. I think I'm right saying that. So I would I would definitely pick up whatever she does next. Yeah, cool. Good yeah. to talk to you. Thanks so much. My pleasure. Claire, maybe our book's correspondent on a Tuesday.